1: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/Wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/Wondery. RocketMoney.com/Wondery.
2: Nearly 90 million Americans face scorching heat, with the last three days likely the hottest ever on Earth. So when might some relief be on the way? Here are tonight's headlines dangerous heat stretches
1: from the northeast to the southwest when it's 90 degrees out you know it's just it's too hot
2: the city of newark lost two of its bravest in a cargo ship fire the firefighters died while battling flames that broke out last night on the 10th floor of the ship Instagram now has a new app. It's called Threads.
3: The app is seen as the most fierce competition yet to social media powerhouse
4: Twitter. We've got the digital cage match. That's what this play is from Mark Zuckerberg. He's playing to his ego of being able to undercut Elon Musk.
2: Russian police allegedly raid Yevgeny Prigozhin's mansion nearly two weeks after his armed revolt. But the mystery tonight, where is the Wagner group's leader? Alzheimer's breakthrough: The FDA approves a drug that could slow down the progression of the disease. It's
1: a miracle, in my view, that I can stay active and healthy and with it.
5: There are public health threats called PFAS, forever chemicals, known carcinogens. But now, for the first time, there's a way to blast them out of existence.
0: This is only the tip of the iceberg.
2: a swan song for the Eagles. The iconic band announces its farewell tour. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin tonight with another day of brutal heat and more than half the country. More than 67 million Americans in 31 states saw temperatures top 90 degrees today. The sizzling heat was felt all the way from the deserts of Arizona to the lighthouses of Maine. And if that's not hot enough, nearly 40 million of you experience feels like temperatures in the triple digits. CBS's Manuel Bajorcas will start us off tonight from Miami. Manny, good evening to you.
3: Jerika, good evening. The high temperature here in Miami today was 95 degrees, but when you factor in the humidity, it felt like 110 degrees, all part of a heat dome that has parts of the country sweltering. Even by South Florida standards, this heat is excessive. According to the National Weather Service, which issued an advisory for the third day in a row. It's toasty. It's toasty. <laughs> Even by Miami
6: standards. By Miami standards.
3: Bo and his family are seeking yeah, shade. Cool. Others, the water from the dog days of summer.
6: You can see it's hotter, you know, throughout the year. And, you
3: know, our winter's like that now. Too quick. Yeah, it's too quick. You know, you blink your eyes and they're gone. And it's not just Florida. In Bangor, Maine, near record high temperatures are keeping firefighters busy with emergency calls.
0: None of us that live in Maine are used to
3: this kind of heat. While in upstate New York, people flock to local pools to stay cool as heat indices approached 100.
1: It's too hot, especially for kids. They get hot, they get, you know, they start getting aggravated. They just want to cool down in some sort of fashion.
3: Scientists like Amy Clement with the University of Miami see a concerning
5: trend. South Florida is getting hotter just like the rest of the world is getting hotter.
3: By one calculation, the last three days have broken the record for the hottest average temperature on Earth.
2: This trend is not going to reverse on its own, and it won't reverse in the coming years.
3: For perspective, the number of days above 90 degrees per year in Miami-Dade County has been going up, according to a county report. In 1960, it was 85. Last year, it was 133. Jerika?
2: Oh, my. Manny Vujorkas in Miami. Thank you. Well, unfortunately, this sometimes dangerous heat is expected to hang around for a few days. For more on that, let's bring in meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel. Chris, good evening.
6: Good evening, Jerika. So much of the
3: U.S. being smothered by this summertime heat. Record high today in West Palm Beach of 97. Tomorrow, it will be 92 degrees, but feeling even hotter. Feeling like triple digits throughout parts of the south, including Florida. More summertime heat for the northeast as well. As Manny just mentioned, the past three days, we've seen the hottest average global surface temperature on record. And a likely a contributing factor to that, knowing so much of the earth is covered with ocean, the oceans, in part because of El Nino here in the Pacific, warmer than average. But also, jerica a lot of the Atlantic surface water also running warmer
5: than average.
2: All right, Chris. Thank you. Well, now to a massive fire on board a cargo ship that was docked at a port in Newark, New Jersey. It's been burning for nearly 24 hours. Two firefighters were killed and five others injured as they battled the blaze that spread to three decks. CBS's Elaine Quijano reports tonight the ship was bound for West Africa and carrying more than 1,000 vehicles.
1: Our units, evacuate yourself immediately. Sound your air horn.
0: The massive fire began Wednesday night around nine thirty on the cargo ship's tenth floor, where at least six cars were engulfed in flames. The blaze quickly spread to the two other floors above. Just to get a perspective of what we're talking about here, it's a very huge structure. Uh, that these, these guys had the breach. Fire crews from multiple agencies responded. Those first on board were overcome by heat. Soon after, two Newark firefighters became trapped. You
1: got a firefighter that's on the floor. where they went in, he needs air.
0: By the time help arrived, it was too late to save 45-year-old Augusto Akabu and 49-year-old Wayne Brooks. The
3: firefighters last night, they displayed what it is to truly be a firefighter. And they
7: paid the ultimate sacrifice.
0: Now there are questions about whether the firefighters were properly trained for this type of emergency.
7: This vessel was unique because it's not like it's a residential ship or a yacht. It it was a vessel that hauled cars, vehicles, a, a large amount of vehicles.
2: crews remain on the scene here. The Italian company that owns the ship said there were no electric vehicles or hazardous cargo on board. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Elaine, thank you. Tonight, Twitter is threatening to sue Facebook's parent company, Meta, over the company's new rival app called Threads. Twitter accuses Meta of hiring its former employees and stealing trade secrets, and the possible legal action comes as Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg claims the new app has more than 30 signups on its first day. CBS's Jonathan Vigliotti has the new details.
8: Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk have teased fighting each other in the ring, but tonight the tech titans are facing off in the virtual arena. Threads, Zuckerberg's answer to Twitter, has tapped into Instagram's 2 billion followers to quickly amass Tens of millions of users in less than 24 hours, outpacing other Twitter rivals. Why has Threads taken off in ways that other social media apps have not? It's
4: super intuitive and it's running really smoothly, so you can follow people that you already follow on Instagram, they'll start following you, you know, so you kind of have this built in network already instead of having to go searching for the people that you've been following.
8: The text-based conversation app linked to Instagram debuted last night, days after Musk came under fire for limiting the number of tweets users can read. Many analysts say Musk has made missteps since buying Twitter late last year, including drastically cutting staff, throwing out content moderation rules and charging for verification.
5: I think it's Musk hubris. I mean, Musk, Ultimately, does not look at anything that could compete with Twitter. And there's not exactly a high view of Zuckerberg or anything that comes out of meta.
8: Zuckerberg went online to mock Musk in his first tweet in nearly 12 years. But Musk isn't laughing, accusing Zuckerberg of hiring Twitter's laid off workers to develop threads, writing competition is fine. Cheating is not. And a lawyer for Musk sent a letter to Zuckerberg threatening to sue him, accusing Meta of deliberately assigning employees to develop, in a matter of months, a copycat app. Meta has responded, saying none of their Threads engineers are former Twitter employees. Jerika.
2: Jonathan Vigliotti in Los Angeles, thank you. Turning to the war in Ukraine, where there are new questions tonight concerning the whereabouts of the man who staged a brief revolt against Russia's military last month. We get the latest details from CBS's Charlie Daggett in Ukraine.
6: The warlord who spearheaded that brazen, if failed, armed rebellion in a march on Moscow less than two weeks ago is back on Russian soil. (laughs) At least according to the president of Belarus, Alexander Lukashenko, who said today Yevgeny Prigozhin had returned home to St. Petersburg. No evidence to back up those claims, and the mercenary leader hasn't been seen in public since trying to pull off that uprising. It comes as Russian state media leaked images of an alleged raid of Prigozhin's mansion showing a stash of automatic weapons and ammo and a collection of wigs, including a series of photos purporting to show him wearing the wigs in a myriad of disguises. A far cry from the atrocities his Wagner mercenary group is accused of on the battlefields of Ukraine. Where Russian missiles struck the city of Lviv, hundreds of miles from the front line, killing at least five and wounding dozens more. This is a civilian neighborhood, an apartment block, says resident Vera Lubin. People were sleeping here and they killed them. Ukraine penetrated deep into Russian-held territory with its own strike. Russia said it landed in a residential neighborhood. The Ukrainian military says the secondary explosions are proof the target was an ammunition depot. CBS News has learned tonight that the Biden administration is expected to announce that it will provide Ukraine with cluster munitions, controversial weapons, because of the potential to cause indiscriminate harm to the civilian population. Jerika.
2: Charlie Daggett in Ukraine. Thank you. An aide to former President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty in a Miami courtroom today. Prosecutors say Walt Nata helped Trump hide classified documents from federal investigators. They say the 40-year-old was spotted on security cameras moving boxes from the storage room at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Florida. Nata, a Navy veteran, faces 20 years in prison if convicted on the most serious charge, obstruction of justice. Well, we have some breaking health news tonight. For the first time, the FDA has given full approval to a drug that slows the progression of Alzheimer's. More than six million Americans are living with the disease. CBS News chief medical correspondent Dr. John LaPook shows us how the long-awaited drug impacts the brain.
6: I'll be here.
7: Today's approval of lecanemab is a step forward for a disease that has been largely untreatable. Alzheimer's it, okay. researcher Dr. Okay. Sam Gandhi consults it. for ASI, the maker of Lecanemab, but does not benefit financially from drug sales.
8: Lecanemab is the first consistently effective disease-modifying therapy for Alzheimer's disease. So I think that qualifies it as a game changer.
7: In Alzheimer's patients, amyloid proteins form plaques in the brain which interrupt normal communication between nerve cells, leading to cognitive decline. Lacanumab is an antibody that removes existing plaques and prevents new ones from forming. Does this drug actually delay the decline in cognitive function? It slows the decline by about 27%. And what does that translate to in months? Uh, About six months. That benefit was seen over 18 months in a clinical trial of patients with early Alzheimer's.
8: I think within a six-month period, lots of important
7: things happen within families, births, deaths, weddings. Lacanumab is given intravenously, costs more than $26,000 a year and will be covered by Medicare. Researchers say it's not a cure and cannot restore memories. Still, for patients like 79-year-old Susie Mitchell, the drug is providing something that's hard to quantify. Hope.
1: I want to maintain a good life. I do not wish to be dependent for the rest of my life.
7: Serious side effects included bleeding in the brain, usually without symptoms, but something to be carefully monitored. Trials are underway treating patients who have evidence of amyloid on screening blood and brain scans, but no symptoms yet. Jerica, imagine if we could actually prevent Alzheimer's rather than waiting for the devastating symptoms to appear.
2: Yeah, good news for a lot of families out there. Thank you, John. Well, there's a disturbing new study out today about the nation's drinking water. Researchers found that nearly half of the tap water in this country contains potentially harmful compounds known as forever chemicals. They're linked to a wide range of health problems, including cancer, high blood pressure and fertility issues. CBS's Mark Strassman takes an in-depth look at a new technology that could make so-called forever chemicals disappear
5: nasty cargo. 10,000 gallons of landfill water laced with PFAS, a known carcinogen that nothing could get rid of until now.
0: We are concentrating the nasty stuff to allow the annihilator system to treat it.
5: Not just treat PFAS, blast them out of existence. These so-called forever chemicals are man-made, used in Teflon, firefighting foam, even facial makeup, and previously indestructible. This is where the PFAS... Go away.
2: That's correct.
5: Last year, we showed you Battelle, a nonprofit research institute, doing a small-scale field test, distilling water into PFAS concentrate, the really nasty stuff, for destruction. It worked. A technological first, leaving behind water and salts harmless to the environment.
0: You've got to have enough force and energy to break those bonds.
5: Now another first, scaling that technology. Like this forklift carrying the concentrate for treatment. The PFAS annihilator lives inside this converted cargo container. With heat and pressure, it blasts the PFAS concentrate. These forever chemicals gone without a trace within seconds. Here in Grand Rapids, this retooled water treatment plant is North America's first permitted PFAS remediation facility. Were you convinced it would work? We had a lot of hope that it would. So, how scalable? is it? It
2: could be much more scalable, much larger than this.
5: This plant's treating a half million gallons a week. The market seems virtually
0: limitless. This is only the tip of the iceberg of us being able to get this scalable technology to market and to customers.
5: For the first time, nothing about PFAS is forever. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Grand Rapids, Michigan.
2: There's news tonight about the company that owned the doomed submersible that imploded near the Titanic. That's next.
1: It’s harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus, from your brain to your body. C4 Smart Energy does it all and tastes amazing. Look for smart energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. See for smart energy. Stay focused.
2: The company that owned the Titan submersible has officially suspended operations. Oceangate says all exploration and commercial operations are on hold after the implosion of the submersible headed toward the wreckage of the Titanic. All five people on board were killed, including the company's CEO. The Coast Guard is still investigating what caused that disaster. Well, tonight, police in Houston are investigating the bizarre case of a young man who was reported missing as a teenager more than eight years ago. At a news conference today, police say Rudy Farias, now 25, actually returned home the day after he was reported missing in March of 2015. They say Farias and his mother deceived officers by giving false names. Last week, police found Farias outside a church and sent him to a hospital. He and his mother were questioned by police on Wednesday. As of now, prosecutors have not charged them with any crime. Well, a cruise ship crashes into a dock in San Francisco. We'll have that story next. It was a painfully emotional day in court as victims and family members confronted the gunman who shot and killed 23 people and wounded 22 others at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, nearly four years ago. The self-proclaimed white supremacist nodded yes when asked by the son of a victim if he was sorry. He's pleaded guilty to 90 federal charges, including hate crimes for targeting Latinos. He's expected to be sentenced to multiple life sentences in the coming days. Well, a cruise came to a bumpy end today for nearly 4,500 passengers and crew aboard the Ruby Princess. The ship operated by Princess Cruises accidentally crashed into the dock while pulling into the port of San Francisco today. No one was hurt, but you can see right there the rear corner of the ship was dented and scraped. The ship had just returned from a trip to Alaska. Well, one of the best-selling bands in history is ready to take it easy after touring for more than a half century. We'll tell you who next.
4: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side, you know, the side your mom gave you, and shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500.
2: Finally tonight, it's nearly checkout time at the Hotel California. The iconic rock band, the Eagles, announced the first dates of their Long Goodbye Tour after more than 50 years on the road. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famers are one of music's best-selling groups in history, having sold more than 150 million albums worldwide. The Long Goodbye Tour will begin on September 7th at New York's Madison Square Garden. And we'll continue into 2025. In a statement, the band said, this is our swan song, but the music goes on and on. But this broadcast ends right now. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm Jerika Duncan. Good night.
5: Let's go. Your morning routine just got better. Yeah, it did. We'll see you tomorrow on CBS Mornings.